And welcome to your Friday. Almost time for the weekend, but before that, we're going to kick off another episode of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's great to be with you on another Friday, and I know we've addressed this in the past. Matter of fact, I don't know if you realize it's Adam, but I've kind of been going through the archives of the Speaking For Him podcast. Oh, yes. Looking at from whence we have come, and I think we've come a long way, and uh, so that's exciting. But moving right along, we have talked about in the past about entertainment, uh, the importance to uh, come up with wholesome entertainment options, since entertainment is so prevalent in this society in which we live, talking specifically about movies and television shows. So today we're going to focus the bulk of our time reviewing a movie that you and I just had the privilege of seeing, along with some members of my family. So it was great to have that outing, and I'm excited to do that with you, but first let's let's go to Adam with our quote of the day. All right, like my old chalkboard there. Our quote of the day comes from Scripture. It's John 10, verse 10, and it says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am I come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Again, it was John 10, verse 10. And I just want to say about that, that that is indeed the key to the ultimate life, uh, which we will be talking about more as we get into the main segment of our show. Uh, But I just want to encourage you that if you do not have Jesus in your life, that you would make a decision uh, to do that, especially as the holidays are approaching. Can you believe it, Adam? We're almost to that point where things are starting to creep up in stores and the thermometer it's starting to go down. I know. So, Blink of an eye and boom, here we are again. So we have to be prepared, but it just reminds me of the fact that we don't know how much time we have. Our days are short. They run into each other very fast. They do. And so make the decision to make the most of them and incorporate Jesus Christ into your life. More than that, invite him to be the captain of your life. That is the way to go. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to move right into our main segment of the day and we're going to get started by telling you about the movie the ultimate life Uh, by the time you hear this podcast it's very possible that it won't be playing in theaters Uh, adam and i went to a showing that was the only showing for the theater that we were at Mm -hmm. there were very few people there so i think it was kind of tapering off Uh, if it was ever very popular i don't know but my brother read something and told me the other day that the best time to go to a good Christian movie is opening weekend because that opening weekend is really the barometer by which the movie theaters decide to keep a movie rolling. So make sure that if you get the opportunity to see a good movie, that that is when you go so that you can show them that we want to see quality entertainment on our movie screens. So, We're going to start out here by playing a movie trailer from this movie. It's called The Ultimate Life. It's directed by Michael Landon Jr. So take a listen to the movie trailer. If you're standing here now, it means that not only have you succeeded in receiving all of my gifts, but have done so beyond the boundaries that I have set. Wow. How yourself? Have you told Mr. Billionaire Boyfriend about your Haiti plans? There's this clinic in Haiti. So sorry to interrupt. I'm really sorry, Max. I got it. Whenever you have a sec. She's 
gone, Hamilton. I'm sure she didn't just decide to move on a whim. Yeah, well, if you've not noticed, I've been a little busy at the foundation. The 12 gifts that your grandfather taught you, any idea where they came from? No. Well, you're about to find out. He had kept the journal from the time he was 15. Maybe you can find uh, something from his past to help you here in the present. September 3rd, 1941. Someday I swear to heaven, I'm going to be a billionaire. What are you doing? Every day I make a list of 10 things that I'm grateful to God for. I'll be grateful someday. You got to be grateful for the little things in life. Otherwise, you'll never be grateful for nothing. It's a good looking post there, Slick. By the way, Nate's not Slick. It's Rick. Gus Caldwell. Girls call me stud. I'm going to stick with Gus. I want to know everything I can about how to be successful, just like you are. Success takes a lot of things, huh? A lot of things working together. I'm not going to let you do this. How can I ever be worthy of getting my share if I'm not willing to go fight for it? Hey, Slick. Stay with me. Red, looks like this one's dry. I want to hear that. Why ain't this ranch yourself? I want this land. Not everything is about money, man. Everything is about money. I trade everything that was important to me. It's not too late, Red. What if it is, Hamilton? Your legacy is your family. All right, well, there you have it, the movie trailer for The Ultimate Life. And this film uh, basically follows the storyline of Jason Stevens, who is a young man in his mid to late 20s, I believe, who, through a series of events, which is actually portrayed in the first movie, uh, which is called The Ultimate Gift, he is bequeathed a $2 billion inheritance. Um, and he is entrusted to use that money wisely. Uh, he starts the Jason Stevens Foundation, kind of continuing his his grandfather's legacy of charity. And the beginning of the second movie, which is what we're talking about today, kind of starts out, he's busy with the foundation. He's a well-meaning guy. He's not a jerk by any means. But he gets overwhelmed with the responsibilities of life, kind of neglects his his girlfriend, Lexi, and through a series of events, which include finding his grandfather's old journal, he starts to reprioritize what's important in life. And just to, just to start out, I think that that was one of the things I really liked about it, because it wasn't a, just about this jerk that turned his life around and stopped being a jerk. Right. Which is essentially what the grandfather part was about. Um, but even even he wasn't the greatest jerk because he loved his family, he loved his wife, and he but he just he had this goal of being a billionaire and that was his main goal and he he reached it, but as he reached it he realized that there are more important things in life. But I think I really liked it because it, it was showing how an everyday person who's well-meaning, can get their priorities out of whack. Uh, what were your general thoughts, Adam? Uh, I, I loved how it really told pretty much a story through the whole movie. It wasn't like just a, a quick, like, hey, this is what happened, and here's our kind of journey, and that was it. 
it, it, it showed how his life started and how it was just because um, uh, Red Red Stevens was his full name, right? I believe yes. Stevens. Okay, yeah. And uh, it showed how he just started out as pretty much coming from a very poor family, you know, and that's how he started. And he was, you know, pretty humble at heart. And then he got it into his mind of, oh, well, I, I want to be a billionaire because I don't want to give it all away. You got to see the movie too. But um, his mom was sick, and uh, it was just after the Depression times back in the early 40s. So uh, it, it was hard for that character, Red Stevens, to not be able to like afford medicine you know, for his mom money-wise. And it just I liked how it, it told the story, so it set it up. And then it, it showed how it's so relatable for all of us to have those good intentions. That sometimes when we get sometimes so obsessed and so focused on that, especially if it's money or something that's not of kind of a God-centered thing, that it can take us off track. And it, you know, kind of showed that happen as, as his life went, went along. You know, He got into, uh, well, I want to be a billionaire so bad that he, he didn't spend as much time with his family and his friends. So I like how it told the story realistically. It wasn't just, you know, hey, here's what had happened, and then that's the movie. You know, it kind of showed that story through the whole thing. So I thought they did a great job of doing that, and it has a great positive ending, too, with where he started to change his life around. But again, don't want to say the whole movie, so All right, see and that's the challenge of doing these, these movie preview episodes, is we do want to whet your appetite for wholesome entertainment, but we don't want to give away too much. And my sister Hope is also with us in the studio today. Hi, Hi Hope. Hi. Um, there is a song about High Hope, but we won't go there <laughs> right now. But I just wanted to know what your general thoughts about the movie were, Hope. I just really liked it. I kind of agree with both of you guys, and I just really liked it. And it was a really good family movie and stuff. Oh. All right. So make sure that if you get the chance, um, there are some second-run theaters. Uh, I know in West Michigan there's one, and there's probably some in other areas. So if you do find one that's still playing it, get out and watch it, support it. And if not, I'm sure it will be out on DVD before too long. And it might be a good holiday pickup. Absolutely. Uh, as we were alluding to the holidays in the beginning of the episode. Um, so let's start here. What are some positive things, Adam, that you think came out of the movie? I definitely think it gets you thinking in your own life a little bit. Like, hey, where are my priorities at? Am I putting what's most important first? And am I maybe wrapped up in things I shouldn't be? And I think that's great. You know, a lot of films out there nowadays don't always get us thinking about the best of things. But this one does, especially with your priorities spiritually and physically. I think one of the things I really liked about it is it, he, he was very helped by his grandfather's journal to understand his grandfather. Mm -hmm. To understand that his grandfather had some of the same struggles that he did. Now, you didn't have a chance to see the first film. I haven't. But, no. but in the first film, he basically starts out as the self-centered, uh, you know, trust fund baby who gets everything he wants. Everything's paid for. And his grandfather, as part of his challenge to him, before he gives him the, the, the list of, of seven or ten challenges that he gives him, he cuts him off from his credit cards. He shuts down off the electricity in his apartment. And basically has him start from square one to learn the value of money and the value of people. Mm -hmm. And he meets a girl with cancer and her mom along the way, and that's who he's who he's still with in the second film. 
the interesting thing about this film is it's kind of a prequel within a sequel because yeah. the largest portion of the film is a flashback based on the journals as as Jason is reading his grandfather's words. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, and so we have to be fair. We have to try to look at this from both sides. So is there anything, well, first of all, is there anything specifically positive that you want to bring up, Hope? Um, I just really was encouraging to me because to be grateful for what you have today and not always, you know, you want other things, but you can't have them now. So you just, you know, fly by every day. And what about, we have to be kind of fair, like I said, what about negatives that you noticed about this film that that maybe weren't the greatest, maybe could have been done a little better? Let's start with you, Hope. Um. <laughs> she loved it. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's move on to Adam. Maybe you'll come up with something, and if you do, we'll come back to you. Okay. Uh, the only thing I could think of that I was kind of like, oh, I wish they would have talked more about that, and I don't want to give too much away without you seeing the movie first out there, but uh, I will give away that he kind of does leave his family to pursue other things, Red Stevens, yeah. and they didn't talk much about what happened to his immediate family growing up when they were poor. They just kind of moved on from that and didn't really touch much. So I kind of wish I would have known, you know, once he became a billionaire or if he does or, you know, whatever was down there in his journey, uh, what happened to his family? Were they helped out? Were they not? That was kind of a, a, a loose hanger there at the end of the movie. I would definitely agree with you on that. My biggest loose hanger, if you will, to use your vernacular, is the fact that it talked about getting your priorities straight in life, but it didn't talk about the source of that didn't talk about where the power comes from to get your priorities oh, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And that's from God. You know, we can try to get the priorities right um, in our own willpower. And some of us might do a decent job at willpower, but the Bible says that the heart of man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So only by the power of God through Jesus Christ can we hope to really have those, um, those the power to do those things. And the strange thing is, I'm I'm fairly certain that the director uh, of the film is a solid believer, but he wanted to sell it to more audiences or a broader audience, so he kind of soft-sold that aspect of it. So that was um, kind of a low point for me, but I think it's still a good film, and I would still encourage people to see it. All right, here's a good question. Oh, what's the biggest lesson, if you could boil the movie down to one lesson that you've learned from watching it, what's the biggest lesson that you learned? Well, like I said before, it would definitely be to be grateful for what you have today because otherwise you can, they always say, you know, you look so forward to getting one place that you lose everything. Like, you just go every day, I'm going to be grateful for everything someday, but not until I get there. Will I be grateful for it? And I think it's a problem with a lot of people, even including myself. So. What about you, Adam? I like uh, the lesson that they taught about how things of this world can't make you happy or can't make it all. You know, it doesn't matter if you have the biggest business, if you have the most money, it's your family, it's the people that God has surrounded you with and what he has given you and where your priorities are at. I think that was an amazing lesson. And it kind of showed the realism, too, that we don't pay attention to success. Right. It, I won't, again, it's really hard to talk without giving stuff away, but it really took 
a personal tragedy to bring Red Stevens uh, back to reality to show him what was important in life. Um, and he had to really evaluate that. And I think we all go through those times. I've had people say to me, well, why does God always use his two-by-four on me? And I say <laughs> because he tries to still a small voice and we don't listen. So the two-by-four comes out out of necessity, uh, not because he wants to use it, but because he needs to use it to get our attention. So I really, I really resonate with the lesson that God teaches us through trials and hopefully makes us better for them. So my hope is that you will get out and see this film, that if you have seen this film, that you will share it with your friends. And now the moment of truth, Adam. Yes. The moment of truth is, how would you rate this film? And we'll start with Adam. From one to five, five being best, how many stars are you giving it? love how I'm able to put movie critic on my job description now. <laughs> That's awesome. I would, I would give it a, a four out of five. It was a really good movie, but four out of five, yep. What about you, Hope? I was going to say about a three and a half to a four. Wow. She's really pinpoint accurate. <laughs> Let's say 3.75. Yeah, it's just a good okay. compromise. Well, I was going to say 3.5. And again, my biggest reason for giving it not a higher rating is because I would have liked it to, to hit a home run on the faith level instead of just get to first base. So that is my reason. But as far as cleanness, there's no bad language. Mm -hmm. There's no... Uh, any drug references or sexual references that you have to be aware of. It's a good, clean family watch that you can watch and hopefully spur some good discussion. And uh, we will have um, information, uh, uh, further information on the blog that you can access. Um, maybe I'll even find some discussion questions to put up there so that you can uh, engage your family in discussion about it. And thank you very much, Hope, for coming in for this podcast. And now we'll move on to our last segment, which is our resource of the day. All right, and once again, uh, as they often will be, the resource of the day is a little bit self-explanatory, and it is the ultimate gift, which is the first movie. Um. The Ultimate Life is a sequel to The Ultimate Gift, so if you want to truly understand The Ultimate Life, seeing The Ultimate Gift would be a good way to do that. And I will put a link um, uh, on where to purchase it um, on the blog so you can avail yourself of that. And I'm pretty sure that you can find a trailer and other information on the Internet as well for The Ultimate Life. Again, we want to uh, support these faith-affirming films with our pocketbooks and with our time so that Hollywood will know that this is something that we want. And I Absolutely. really, you know, some people say, well, we watch too much TV and that could be a whole nother podcast. But the, <laughs> but the plain fact of the matter is that this is a medium that people use. They use it a lot. So we need to do what we can to claim it for the kingdom of God. And I really think that's important. So I would encourage you um, to get out, to get the ultimate gift if you can. And who knows, they might even sell it when it comes out on DVD as a double pack with the two, and so you could get them together. I don't know if that's the case, but it would be a good idea. So maybe I should write them a letter. I don't know. There you go. Give them my But I hope that you will have a great day. And remember um, that the ultimate way to an ultimate life is through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is Andrew Gomison saying, keep serving, 
the best of medicine.